coming up on Unsound Advice. Sorry, I've never interrupted a question before, but I was unprepared for that. (laughs) I didn't think that was going to be the question. I thought it was going to be like, can I still date her? And I was ready to be like, well, talk to her, see what she thinks. You know what? I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I I don't know how long you dated her. I think you kind of nailed it, though. He just wants to know if he he can continue dating her that time. I don't think you should date anybody. I think you should go to therapy. I think you should go to jail. Are you out of your, are you off your fucking gourd? Like, I don't know how long term he's expecting this to be. But it's like you think the stepsister is just net. You're counting on the stepsister never saying anything because the longer it takes for this to come out, the worse it's going to be. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house drunk at 4.30 in the morning. Do I just assume he's not interested anymore? So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way. Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering, how do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. Where do I start? How do I even begin? And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. All right. Welcome to Unsound Advice with Laura Bites. I'm Laura Bites. My guest today is a very talented comedian who has been seen on Silicon Valley and was a cast member on SNL. Look, for, look at me when you say For two it. seasons. How can I read this if I'm looking at you? Because, Stand in front of the prompter if because, you want to be looked at. Because we know each other so intimately. You should know this off the top Aristotle of your head. Aristotle Atari, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. You, I could tell, wanted to say something as soon as we started playing the intro. What was that? Do you want to share that now? I wanted to ask you, how'd you how did you come up with this idea? How did this How did this happen? How did this happen, JP? You take this one. Oh, I take this one? Yep. Uh, this Well, this all started with Pete Holmes. We've yeah. Sort of the, oh, really? uh, the genesis of this. He came up to me at, S, at uh, JFL last year uh-huh. and said, you've got to talk to Laura. She's been giving people great advice, and I think she deserves a podcast. And so we then decided to have coffee. Uh, amidst a French, basically almost like a French revolution going on oh. around us. <laughs> and uh, we just sort of talked for about six months and we're like, let's just let's just sit down and, and start having your friends come in and give advice. Yeah. Do you feel like you're just a natural ear? Ear? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. And that's why it's nicer to have someone else say nice things about me. Uh-huh. That was why I wanted him to do it because I, yeah, I don't identify with that positive feedback at all. But But I get it. <laughs> I mean, I receive it, you but, know. Do, but do people like naturally want to ask you things? Yeah, yeah. People ask me for advice a lot. So you're kind of a natural ear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where's More you? of a mouth, I feel like. But you got to listen to talk, I guess. To be a know? good mouth, you must be a fantastic ear. I, You know, I feel like that sounds downright proverbial. Yeah. And I think we're off to a great start. A great start. Um, you were Let's... just passed at the comedy store. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Getting your name on the wall. Finally. Being a paid reg. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Um, paid reg. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I, I that was the first, uh, that's, it's kind of been my, my home club for a long time and took me having to do a lot of things in the, in the business for them to finally recognize me as yeah. a human being, Yeah, which is nice. Uh, but no, I, I, yeah, it's, it feels, it feels good to, to finally, you know, be able to, it's my home. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You, you like going there? Uh, I, JP's writing something down and I'm so curious about what it is. I'll just... Is it private? A private thought? It's private, yeah. Okay. I, I'll pass right. notes later. Okay. Yeah. 
I feel like I've had two. Would you like to share that with the classes yeah. already in the first 30 <laughs> seconds of this episode? I'm like, yeah, I noticed you, you yeah. seemed like you had something to say. What was that? And JP, did you have something you wanted to I'm pass just doing, to the I'm just doing a sketch. I'm drawing sketches. <laughs> it's just a stick figure drawing of us. <laughs> oh my God. Can I tell you about the most messed up experience of my entire young adult life? Yes. Um, I, oh God, it's so embarrassing because I start <laughs> telling these stories and then immediately now I see my part and I'm like, well, why did I do that? What did I think was going to happen? Oh God, this is so embarrassing that I don't even want to tell this story, but I started it. I answered an ad in the Shepherd Express, which is like a tiny newspaper in Milwaukee. Mm. And, um, it was a guy who wanted like, uh, like a, a model, but like to, to draw, you know what I mean? Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll meet with this guy in a public place and like feel out the vibe. I met with him and I asked for samples of his work. He had, I asked for him to bring samples of his work. He brought in these drawings. We talked for like a little bit. He showed me these drawings and I, my stomach, I was sick because they were so bad that I was like, you're not an artist. Like I could have had oh, a wow. five-year-old draw these before we got here. Like, it was so bad that I was like, these are the first pictures you've ever drawn. And you made them for this. And he was hesitant to, like, bring samples. And I was, like, checking in my rear view the entire time after I left. I reported him. Like, I called the Shepherd Express and was like, this guy is not a real person. I mean, he's a real person. Um, he's a pervert. And but how do you know he's a pervert? Maybe he was like just trying to get better at what he was doing. And he was a pervert. Like was he just asked, because he just because his drawings weren't that good? He was a pervert. They were all drawings of vagina. No, that's not true. That's oh. not true. They were drawings of women that were, I mean, stick figures with hair. You know, what are you thinking, JP? Oh, I'm just wondering if he just really was trying to get better at this, or if he was really creepy. Like, did he was this like you have to pose for him? Like. Yeah, he wanted me to, like, go pose for him. Naked. Naked that, feels like it was part of the story. Implied, yeah. I can't recall any longer if that's the case. But, I mean, the, fo the the pictures that you saw, do you remember if those, if were they naked? I don't. This had to have been 15 years ago. I, well, they're stick figures. Emotionally, I'm, for me, they yeah. felt naked. When I, when I look back on <laughs> yeah. it, in my bodily memory of the experience that I had, yeah. they felt naked. But... Who knows what happened at the time? You know what I mean? Our memories do a lot of things. Yeah, memories are, are kind of goofy. Yeah, I'm just thinking like cut to an art gallery and he's like... He's awesome now? He's awesome now. <laughs> Some of his early works go for a lot of money. No, it was it was all very off. He, huh. was, he was off. They were off. It was off. It was bad. And when I called the paper, they were just like, well, we go by like number of complaints and you're the first one. And I'm like, yeah, that's because he kills the other ones. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to tell you right now is that if I hadn't gone about this this way. Yeah. Well, what you should have done Sketch is take those five sketches and hand them to the police and see if they match any missing people. Yeah. I'm like, the other ones are probably going to have been painted in blood, if I'm being honest with you. But this is what I saw. See if they match up with missing people. Why did that take so long to get into my brain? That's so funny. Let me ask you. What, do you when do you th you thought about that after he mentioned he had or you, he was drawing stick figures? Is that kind of what? What what uh, brought it up to me is yeah. He said that he was uh, JP said he was sketching oh. something out, and I imagined 
Yeah, them being stick figure drawings of us. The reason I ask is because I have like this little twilight moment of when I'm going to bed or I just, for some reason, I just think about the dumbest things I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Do you have that? Yeah, I do. Or like in the middle, like at the last moment before I fall asleep, I'll think of a bit. And that's when I have to write the bit. When I'm like, dude, I have like five hours to sleep. What do you do? I write it. You do write it. I Good have for you. To. Good they for come you. along not that often. No, you know I know. You I mean? got you to do it. You got to do it. You will forget 100% if you don't. Yeah, yeah. And I, I sometimes I'll do like uh, like shorthand notes and that doesn't fucking do anything. Can I say fuck here? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, I uh, and I read the shorthand notes later and I don't I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Do you, have, you write it out completely, don't you? I, I mean, this this last time I just put it in on my phone and then uh-huh. I'll write it because when I go to write and like open up my notebook and stuff, my first step is to go into my phone and see like, what did I write down? Right, right. Huh. Yeah. No, I always have that. I, sometimes I'll have it like in the middle of the night. Because uh, I I don't sleep consistently, I'll wake up and I'll think, oh, remember that dumb thing you did? Do you remember the last one that hit you? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Care to share with the class? Yes, I will. I'll share with the class. I uh, I got into a bike accident, pretty like a like a bad one, uh-huh. and I didn't have uh, full coverage insurance at the time, and so I I just. Uh, and the guy, the car, the car that hit me, it was my fault. Um, they got, they had my information and all that stuff. But uh, I was just young and didn't wasn't really thinking. And I was trying to find a place to hide the bike so that I can make it back home, make sure that my leg was okay, and then come back for the bike later. And like I remember, there was a bunch of car dealerships that were like on the strip, and I kept going from one garage to the other. Like, can I park this bike here for like just a day? And one of them was like, sure. I don't know, just something that I think that's the, probably the last one I thought of that was kind of, does, does that sound stupid? I don't know if that sounds stupid. I don't think that does sound stupid. Try to think of something that's stupid. I have one question about that. Is yeah. That, we're talking motor, motorbike? Yeah, it was a okay. motorbike. Okay. Yeah. Oh, motor, well, for crying out loud, yeah. include that. I thought it was a bicycle we were talking no, about. No, and I'm like, no. no, leave your bike wherever. Motorcycle, yeah, it was a motorcycle accident. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'll tell you what's really dumb is I sold a car that I had because I was living at the time in Westwood. I couldn't find parking anywhere. And that's the reason why I bought the motorcycle at the time because yeah. it was just was an easy place to busy thing to park and then i got into the accident like not that long ago i've been in too many of those accidents um trying to think what's a really dumb thing and not all this stuff is going to make it there you guys going to cut some of this right (laughs) good that's good that's good Uh, not this part we we, we, we cut the motorbike story already (laughs) oh great that's gone great uh actually there is one thing i saw the guitar uh uh, I wanted to. I when I when I was really really young, I wanted to play guitar. Couldn't afford a guitar, but uh, I had one of the um, like a guitar book. So I would go into the guitar shop and I would just kind of learn there. And, <laughs> and I bet then, they loved that. They absolutely loved it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, it would be really great if he would learn the intro to one of these Nirvana songs before he comes back. But well, the 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 guitar shop. There's two of them. There's one called Mars. Am I right? And then the other one was, yeah, it was one's called Mars and one was Guitar Center. They were next to each other. And so like when I would kind of get, when I'd wear out my welcome out of one, I'd go to the other (laughs) and I would just learn. And I did learn. I learned quite a bit actually before I ended up buying a guitar. I like that. Yeah. I like that age before you. So that was last year. (laughs) 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 Kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, we know. I'm kidding. Um, Okay. Uh, Anyhow. uh, All right. So. Yeah, should we do a call? Should we do a sure? Call? Oh wait, wait, wait. We're gonna get a real call. Yeah. Well, we got their their That's voice, but they messages. But yeah. Oh, 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 oh. 
Can we act like it's a real call? However, this we one... were going to oh. before <laughs> you pulled the curtain back. That is what we do. Well, the first one actually is going to be. We have uh, well, an email. Show it. I'm not going to show oh, okay, them. Okay, sorry. No, no, but this Why, is a... Did I yell? Inappropriate. That's, right. <laughs> That's not how we behave. Yeah. It's this melatonin. It's messing me all up. Are you taking melatonin at night? Not for any more. Not anymore. It makes you makes you drowsy. Yeah, I was having these headaches, and my doctor gave me a list of supplements, and one of them was melatonin, three milligrams, and the sheet said to work my way up to twelve slowly, like take three for five days, then up it by three, so on and so forth. I was taking three milligrams, I feel like a zombie. Like I have been wow. wrecked. I've been like taking naps and stuff, which is not. And you're drinking some espresso? Now I am. Yeah. Now I am. And I didn't even take it last night. I'm done. Yeah. I'm off the stuff. Do you have a hard time sleeping? No. Then why are you taking it? I was getting headaches. What about Tylenol? No, not that kind of headache, man. You have no idea. Like blinding, like feels with every heartbeat, like I was being punched in the head by five people. Horrible, horrible. Worst I've ever had in my life. Have you had an MRI? You know, my insurance denied that. I was, I had an appointment for an MRI and an MRA and they denied that. Um, But I got referred to like a brain specialist, a, a neurologist. And um, they and said that if I, if I do that, <laughs> melatonin, um, it's so dumb. It's true. Um, <laughs> they gave, they gave me, I'm on a lot of supplements. My pee is neon green. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, nobody Same. asked, but it's Same. a big part of my life right yeah. now. Cause I'm scared every time I go to, every time I go to the bathroom, I'm like, whoa. Oh, that's right. Okay. It happens. That's what it is now. Um, yeah. So they said, if I go see this brain lady, I maybe my insurance will approve the tests, but the headaches went away. So no. if it's an aneurysm... Get it, get it tested anyways. Get it tested. We'll I'm see a, what happens. Get that I diagnostic. I mean, it's 650 a pop. You know what I mean? How I many, know it's my brain. It's I your hear brain. that as I'm saying this, but... It's your precious brain. It feels fine now. Sure, but... But I don't want them to come back. It really hurt. But maybe these supplements will make it not come back. So these, these headaches, you have to look at them kind of like a check engine light, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you, especially one like that, and if you let it go away, it doesn't mean that the problem is gone. It just says, we're not doing diagnostics on that right now. Your body's t- saying that. Maybe it come back, come, comes back later. Maybe next time it's, you know, your radar, radiator's busted. Get it, get it checked. I'll get it checked. I'll make an appointment with the lady. I'll admit that I probably get everything checked maybe too much, but you should get it done. If you yeah. don't do it, if you haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, I, I did a Google search for other things it could be, and it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Don't do that. It was like brain hemorrhage, aneurysm, stroke. Where's the headache? Front here? I know, but where um, in the head? It's not like localized. Like It's here, everywhere. You know? Uh-uh. Yeah, and it makes my neck hurt. Please go get an MRI. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay. Now let's go to a call. Next call. <laughs> this actually was an email. <laughs> In a short one. What I'm do you gonna... mean next call? We didn't do one. Well, no, this next call. Next, oh, you're I'm the sorry. caller. I'm yes. really being hostile today. I really it's, it's, apologize. Well, it's because the melatonin. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's the melatonin me- talking. You're like, it's not. You're usually like this. Yeah, we yeah. wish no, it no, would no, stop. It's, it's a melatonin. Different excuse every week for this behavior. But yeah, <laughs> this week it's the melatonin. All right, so we have an uh, email. Uh, it says, Hey, Laura, my girlfriend says that I'm not her soulmate. Does that matter? Or is that a sign I should move on? Man, do I want more information here, yeah. you know, because I don't believe in soulmates. I don't think that that's a thing. I think that there are lots of people that we can 
have a great time with and be with, you know, if we work at it. I think that there are lots of people with whom we're basically compatible. Um, I haven't met one, but I've heard that that's true. But yeah, I don't think that soulmates is a thing. So I kind of want to know, like, does she think that you're not her soulmate, but that her soulmate is still out there? Because, yeah, for me, I'd be like, well, what are we doing here? Um, Am I allowed to look this way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is your definition of a soulmate? When I think of a soulmate, it implies to me that there is one person mm, out there yes. who is your person. Yes. And if you're not with them, you're with the wrong one. Yes. I don't believe in that either. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I also think it's a very, to me, like when I do hear that kind of thinking, I feel like, oh, you're, you're kind of young. Yeah. You're young and maybe just don't know much. Yeah. And it's like, it's magical thinking. It's yes. like fantastical thinking. And I also think that when people do think that they've met their soulmate, it means they've met a narcissist or someone with a personality disorder. Like, I don't yeah. think people should be that charming up top. I think a slow burn is the way to go. Some people are charming up top. I don't have that face. Okay, I'm ever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You have a very nice face and you made it disgusting to be charming and I hated it. Um, so don't ever do that again. I, I feel like, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Some people... <laughs> Some people are charming up top and then just a revolting grimace from Aristotle. <laughs> Unacceptable. Um, yeah, I think she should move on, don't you think? Is there more information or is that all we That's have? it. And I, I think my thing is that if someone's using the term soulmate, yeah, like not only are they young, but they, they believe in this so that you, you may not have any other option than to move on because they may always be looking for the next one. I don't know, man. I really think we need more information here because yeah. this is a very selective, here's a sentence, does that matter or is that a sign I should move on? I don't know. Are you a person where like you have low self-esteem and you get a lot of positive feedback and then one sentence and you get in your head? And I mean, if you spot it, you got it. Like I only say that because I can relate and I'm constantly trying to talk myself out of running away from stuff because I heard one tiny thing that I got in my head about, you know what I mean? So is it that where like you guys are having a great time, you're super compatible, it's a warm, loving relationship, you never fight, but then your girlfriend said, well, I don't really believe in soulmates, but I don't think that you're my soulmate, but like blah, 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 but all of the other context, I mean, all of the other context has been stripped from this email. Mm -hmm. We have no context. Um, or is it like, yeah, I think my person is still out there and it's not you? Because then, yeah, I'd be like, all right, we'll go fucking find him, bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a cool thing to say. I don't know. I'm not a fan of like, you don't have to say everything in your head. If you want to break up with a person, if you don't think it's the right person for you, sit him down and break up with them and say, I don't, this doesn't feel right to me anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't nope. have to say you're not my soulmate. Figure out what you want to do about that. Grow up. I think they're 19. I think soulmates, in my opinion, I never thought. I I don't really think of them as kind of like oh the one and there's just 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 there's just one soulmate. Yeah. I think uh, to have a soul connection, if you will, takes a takes some time. Yeah. I think anybody who feels like they have it immediately is is kind of young and just inexperienced and maybe a little dumb. Uh, so it takes time. How much time do you feel like it takes? And I ask you this. So you are married. I am. And how 
how long did True. it take for you to be like, this is, I would like for this person to be my wife. How long did it take for you guys? I, that's more than one question in a row. So let's do the first one. Well, I think, so between my prior relationship and then her, um, you know, I learned a lot. I think one of the things that I learned was uh, not to, look, I'm going to try to be as funny as I can be about this stuff. But Don't worry about it. I'm just going to be honest. I think it's important uh, to really be with your best friend, if that makes any sense. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I feel like it turns a lot of people off when you talk about best friend and romantic relationships. Um, there was a moment where, and then we broke up a couple of times. There was a moment where I felt like, you know, being around her felt like home. Mm. You know what I mean? And that to me is kind of, that's really the definition of it all because everything else is a, is, 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 is kind of fucking temporary, you know, like, uh, the the novelty of like, you know, the sex and all that stuff, like that's all great. But eventually that's just not going to be always there. It's just not. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to deal, somebody's hip is going to go out. Somebody has, has to go through chemo. Somebody, I mean, these things are not always going to be there and sexy and all that stuff. It's like, do you want to be around this person and just, and just be, exist with them? And I think that was it. That's a, that's a huge part for me. So I think anybody who thinks that they're in love um, you know, a month in, two months in, it's just like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You need, you need to me. And again, I don't I mean, mean to sound preachy. I think there's a, there's a point where you make this decision where you're like, this is a person that I want to, because to be in love and to love somebody, I think are very different things. Mm -hmm. To be in love is always going to be this thing that is just going to kind of, I don't want to say fade, but it's, 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 it's a very, um, it's a, it's 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 an infatuation with a toy. It's in fact it's it's a it's a new thing that you like, and just by virtue of new things that you like, you just you don't really have that same feeling for them when you have it for a long time. So you have to you get to a point you're like, this is a person I'm going to love, and to love somebody is is hard and and sometimes and great, and but it's it's like one of those things. Do you want the, this person to be your family? Sorry. So how, no, I, there's so much there. So how, a lot. how long? Oh yeah. I never answered. How long do you think before? Like, you yeah, know, you didn't answer the question at all. So I'm going to circle back to what I asked you, but, um, how long do you think before, like you said, I don't know, one month, two months, like that, that's not love. The novelty of like the sex, like that wears off. Like, when do you think that that wears off and you know that it, like should be a real relationship versus like it being an infatuation. Take sex off the table first. What do you mean? Well, I think like, I think that the biggest mistakes I, I made early on <clears throat> in my, in my previous relationships was that so much of it was based on sex. If I just, and then I started realizing, you know, if, if I could just try to hold off on having sex with this person while I'm dating them for as long as possible. For how long? I'd say like maybe a month or two months, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, let me see if I like being around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me see if I just like hanging out with you. And prior to that, you know, I felt like, oh, the sex should happen within the first week or so, you know? Or, yeah. And then, and then after that, you're like, okay, we're connected. And you're naturally going to be connected biologically because of that, that process. And then after that, then you start realizing, oh, there's this thing that you do. I, I don't really like that. Mm -hmm. This is the way that you think. I don't really, I'm not really down. I don't, I'm not interested in that. Oh, you do that with your, 
you know, you're politically or philosophically, you're just kind of like, oh, we're not. Then you start realizing, oh, this is not going to work. But then what's the only thing that's tethering you is this sex. Well, as long as that sex is happening, you will be tethered to this person. But once that starts going away, then all of a sudden it's breakup time. You know what I mean? When does that start going away? I, th- I don't know. For some people, it's like, you know, uh, three months, four months, six months. Some people, it's a year. Some people hang on to that for a long time. And I think that also boils down to what you value. Um, I, I've been in um, relationships where, you know, it was, it kind of went stale after two months. Uh, wow. And some, it went stale after about a year. You right. know what I mean? But it's like, I relate to the two months thing. Sorry, I said, wow. I relate to the two months thing, yeah. but I felt like there was something so wrong with me at that time. But now I am like, well, that wasn't the right person for me. No, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with you at all. Thanks. <laughs> Thank, well, all right. <laughs> it felt good. And then I was like, and it's a lie. Okay, perfect. So wait, so t- tell me what happened there. Uh, if you don't mind. I don't think I was person. sexually compatible with that person in the first place. Sure. It never felt right. And it was one of those things where after the first time I was like, well, you know, it was the first time. Maybe it'll get better. Sure, I'll sure, sure. show him more what I like. We'll connect more. Maybe yeah. that needs to be developed. And it just never happened. And so after a while, I was like, I, you know, I avoided it because I didn't like it. Do you think it didn't? Because you gave him input, right? And he didn't take it? He did not like to receive input. Oh, so he was a bit selfish about it? You know, it really sucked, Aristotle. And looking back, (laughs) I'm like, that really sucked. But at the time, I really cared about that person. I really wanted it to work. Sure. And so I gave it more of a chance than I think I should have. Um, I think I was taking too much input from other people at that time. Uh Uh-huh. And the advice I would receive from my girlfriends is like, I don't know, stick with it, basically. Okay. Um, but I also wasn't fully honest because I respected my partner and I didn't want to be out there, yeah. you know, saying too much bad stuff about him. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no, I like if I gave input at one point, he said something to me. He was just like, God, it's never been this hard with anyone else. Uh huh. And I was like, OK, I'll pretend like it's not that hard. But really, sure. I just avoided having sex with him because it wasn't. It, I, you know, it wasn't for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, and how long were you dating before you guys first had sex? Um, probably a month and a half about okay. that. So you took some time. Yeah, I, I, I do now. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, you know, I mean, that's just one of those uh, learning, learning moments. Yeah. Um, and you kind of, you know, try again and and uh, take that input and, you know, apply it to yeah. the next one. Well, the next one is here. That's happening. Okay. How long? Um, it's been three months since our first date. Okay. It's, we've been, like, sleeping together for, like, a month and a half. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. It's a right. way different thing. This is someone I was friends with for like five or six years before we went on a date. Makes a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. See? Yeah. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been really fun. I think I'm, and I just, to a fault, I like make a decision quick and I'm like, yep, I'm into this. I'm ready for this person to be sure. my boyfriend, Yeah, you know? Um, and he 
operates at like a different pace. And also, and we talked about this just last night, like he has a completely different context for like what a relationship is. Like I kind of explained like, for me, you make someone your boyfriend and then like, if it doesn't work out, you break up. And he was like, I've had three girlfriends in my life. Like, I don't do it like that. Like if I make you my girlfriend, like that's like you're meeting my, like that's a big deal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was helpful to know because for the last three months I've been like, is he going to like pick me? You know what? I, like, I'm just like, we're having a blast. Yeah. Like it's going so well. Sure. I'm like, what is, what is the deal? And now I'm like, oh, he just, I'm as close to him as a person could be at this point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Is, are you saying there's a looming question mark still I'm trying to figure this out? I, I mean, I, I feel, I feel good about it now, mm-hmm. now that I know that we just operate on different times. I, I'm picturing, I, I have like a visual in my head and I'm going to try to articulate it. So I'm picturing just like two different, um, blind, you know, lines and like girlfriend, boyfriend is like here for me and it's maybe here for him, uh-huh. but we're both like here, you know what I mean? So I would be ready to call it. He's not ready to call it, but I don't think that that means, I don't think it's a reflection of his feelings for me. I don't think so either. I think based on what you've told me, I, I would, I would, I I would guess he's not a quitter. Mm -hmm. And so those who don't quit take their time to kind of make a decision too. So, and I don't think, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I, 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 he sounds like a good one to me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I, I like him. I do too. I like him. Yeah, I do too. Are we allowed to say his name? Mm-mm. No, okay. Can we just call him Tom? Not on this level. Okay. I've privately told more people than I probably should have at this point. No, we can't call him Tom. Okay, because I that probably because I landed the right name. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, you didn't. That's uh, well, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. That's very sweet of you. Yeah, you're welcome. And then JP, just go ahead and edit that out, yeah. and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Any real moments gone. Yeah, all real moments. Gotta be funny, gotta be comedy. What do we got? Yeah, what do we got? Hey guys, all right, here's the deal. I've been dating my girl for about six months and I did a little recon online to sort of snoop about the family and I discovered that I have actually dated her stepsister who goes by a different last name and lives on the other side of the country I don't know if I should bring it up or if I should just act surprised when and if I ever actually meet her. Please help me. Very Sorry, I've never interrupted a question before, but I was unprepared for that. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be the question. I thought it was going to be like, can I still date her? And I was ready to be like, well, talk to her, see what she yeah. thinks. You know, I don't think it's a deal breaker, but I, I don't know how long you dated her. I'm sorry. Could I, I, I apologize. Could we please have the second half of that question uh, that I was yelling over? I think you kind of nailed it, though. He just wants to know if he, he can continue dating her that time. I don't think you should date anybody. I think you should go to therapy. I think you should go to jail. Are you out of your... Are you off your fucking gourd? Would be my counter question. <clears throat> are you off your fucking gourd? Do you want to hear if anyway, he qualifies Anyway, yeah. So we need more messages from people. Uh, call in if you have something that you need advice on. I may chew you out <laughs> on a public level. <laughs> I frankly can't promise not to scream over it again at the exact same time. I I, I, I frankly can't promise not to scream over it again. 
All right, here's the deal. I've been dating my girl for about six months, and I did a little recon online. I can't uh, believe this so guy. Long. Are you serious? Six months? Six months? worse. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? That's crazy. When she finds out you've been holding on to this family event, you dated her. That's insane. If I ever actually meet her, please help me. Of course not. Are you out of your mind? You can't just fucking keep going with this this ruse. Unreal. This is unreal. Can we can we please finish it though? Can we, can we please finish? It keeps getting. <laughs> when and if. Do we even humor this? Yes. <laughs> Goes by a different last name. Oh god, like that means anything. Give me a break. I don't know if I should yeah, bring it up you know. or if I should just act surprised when and if I ever actually act meet surprised. her. Please help me. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Dude, I hate this guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I really, my feelings have just really developed over the, at first I was like, I, I, I mean, oh, the emotional roller coaster. It's such a big lie of omission so at you, this point. So you think he, he should tell her? I think he should go to hell. I think he should dig a hole Probably. in the ground and sit in it until he's thought about what he's done. I feel like he watches too many TV shows. Like, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a Seinfeld bit that he thinks, you know, it could happen or something. I'm sorry. Could we get the second half of that question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for Just, it. This has got to be the last time nobody talk. Okay. And I discovered that I have actually dated her stepsister who goes by a different last name and lives on the other side of the country. I don't know if I should bring it up or if I should just act surprised when and if I ever actually meet her. Please help me. Very uncomfortable. When and if you actually meet her, you dated her. You dated both of them. Yeah. You're, I mean, just the assumption there is that this woman would entertain this for the rest of their life. Like, I don't know how long term he's expecting this to be, but it's like you think the stepsister is just net. You're counting on the stepsister never saying anything because the longer it takes for this to come out, the worse it's going to be. He does care, though. Oh, I see what he's saying. Act surprised like you didn't know that they were stepsisters. Not like you didn't know. Well, he didn't know. He, he did. didn't know, but he fucking does now. He does now. Say something now. Say something now, right. What is he? I also... All right, I'm so sorry. To, okay, so... To whoever I, this is who called in. Yeah, yeah. What is the fear? Is the fear that you're going to lose this person? Is the fear that it's, like, going to be that important to her? I, I, I think... Is this okay? Uh, I think, uh, yeah... I think it's the fear that he's going to lose her. I think he cl it, he clearly cares. If he didn't care, he wouldn't be asking the question. But I do think, if you really look at it, does he go out of his? Does he act? A, she's gonna. He knows that she's gonna find out one way or another. The question is: Is it by? Does he volunteer the information now, or does he act surprised when they finally find out? Yeah, I think this might be like. I think there might be a little bit of like a self-worth thing going on here. So I'm feeling a little bit of remorse for cussing this person out and telling him he doesn't deserve love a moment yeah. ago. But um, You were kind of harsh for sure. I was right, but <laughs> I was right. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so we're not going to beat me up too hard. I can pause for a moment on my thing, but but no, I was... I was right. But I think it might be a little bit of a self-worth thing because when I withhold information from partners and I'm guilty Which you do of it a too, lot. I, you know, I frankly do a lot. 
I don't want them to know what's wrong with me. And it's because I'm like, if I can just have more time with you and get you hooked and get you really invested and then you find out. I feel like you and this guy have a lot in common. I haven't fucked my boyfriend's stepsister. But there's information that you've kept from your... Yeah. Because you're afraid. Yes. So... You can you can relate. But I don't know at this point, like, how much do I have to have told you at three months? So is that how long they've been together? Or, three or months? a month and a half. They've been together for six, six, months. six months. Oh, six that's, months. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, I got mm. some stuff in my pockets, but I, I assume wonder. he does too. In, in his defense, he did. It just, this is not premeditated. This sounds like it just happened that he discovered this. For sure. So now that he knows, if he offers this up, I think that absolves him of any sort of right. nefarious subversive sort of totally but he does need to tell her immediately i want to know when he found out was it just now or did he find out it seems like it was recent yeah you have to tell her you got to tell her you got to tell her like what if if he's like what if he really loves her but you know then you got to tell her yeah and if you don't really love her tell her i'm saying but what i'm saying like what if he loses her because of it i know it's gonna suck then he was good then he was gonna lose her anyways 100%. Hundred yeah. percent, and it's You're a right. d- it's a dumb thing to lose someone over. Yeah, it is. You know what it I mean? Because you didn't know. Neither one of you knew. No, yeah. The stepsister can go to the stepsister and be like, "Hey, is it that big of a deal?" But also, I'm just like, you know, and he couldn't have dated the stepsister for that long. The other thing, like, too, they couldn't have been that serious. It's not no. like they dated for years, and she just never mentioned that she had a stepsister. You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, the other thing too, it's not like they're distant cousins. Like this is a stepsister. Like, well, but a distant cousin could be closer than a stepsister. We don't know how long true, their parents true, have been true. married for. Were they raised together? Yeah, you got to tell her. Did they become stepsisters as adults? You got to tell her, man. You What's his name? Her. What uh, Can we get a first and last name Tom. here? No, I'm kidding. Is Tom? It's Tom. Yeah. Oh, Everyone Tom? on the show is just going to be Tom today. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Tom, you got to tell her, Tom. You got to tell her. <sighs> Tom, I'd like to apologize for my behavior. What has happened... Today is my doctor had me take three milligrams of melatonin, and it's really changed who I am. I hope I change back. I liked pre-melatonin Lara better. I think everybody did. Uh, wait, so you took three milligrams now recently just for the headache? No, a couple days ago. I, I, I had been taking it for like a couple weeks or whatever, and I stopped like yesterday. So you're blaming, your, <clears throat> you're blaming your behavior right now. On three grams of melatonin you took three days ago. You know, I shouldn't even correct you on this, but it actually was milligrams, not grams. Sorry, milligrams. So I believe that's what, a thousandth of a gram? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you need to take a little more responsibility for your actions. I screamed at you. I know. I, 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 I've screamed at people today. It's okay. We'll move past it. Have I? Have I been screaming? Have I been yelling at I wouldn't at call people? it screaming. It's passionate. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm like, what is... I, I, I would call it, yeah, in, invested. Let's do a little corner called, what is my problem? <laughs> is my pro- Am I being hypersensitive to volume? Like, do I sound louder to myself than I am? Or am I actually... Have I yelled at three people today? <laughs> you are mic'd and you can hear yourself. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hear it. Yeah, yeah. Do you? It seems like everyone in the room mm-hmm. would agree your, that your I've shouted Your levels are louder. Yeah. Like, noticeably louder. It's been yeah. intense. Really? My actual volume levels? Yeah, like, that, like, <laughs> like, like mathematically. So I just so, looked yeah. over at your screen, and there are some high highs yes. over there. 
So empirically, yes, you've been louder. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Wow, we have the, we, I am looking at the data that back that up. Well, it's like I'm sitting in yeah. front of an actual physical graph. If you look at the graph here, Laura, you're pissed. <laughs> he takes his headphones off and there's just a little trickle of blood yeah. that comes down his cheek. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I am pissed. Okay. I see this you. is unsound advice. I am unsound today. All right. What's the next one? Do you think you could take one more? Yeah, hell yeah, I can All take right. one this more. Is, this I don't one know if email. we'll have listeners after this, but how many how many calls do you go through in, a, in an episode? Three or four depends on how good the conversation is. We've been having some good conversation in between calls. If nice. Yeah. If it's Eric Griffin, it's zero. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah, else. Eric Griffin just told me how to live my life for about an hour. It was fun. He tells yeah. me how to live my life. I got too. A, a lot out of it. Uh, yeah. He was wrong. I talked to the guy, and Eric was mistaken on what he repeated for an hour, but he couldn't have known. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? He, and he didn't know, but I was right. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I think that's a new that's a new title for the show. Laura's right. But I'm I'm not always right. That's why it's unsound advice. True. It absolves me of any responsibility for the things that I might say. Because who knows if I took three milligrams of melatonin a few days ago might be bad advice might be great advice i don't know all i know is that my levels are elevated yes and it's the melatonin guys it's, it's melatonin gotta it's gotta be something it's the melatonin it's not nothing it's the three milligrams of melatonin three days ago everyone's noticing the difference yeah, yeah. what else could it possibly be the natural version of of a yeah yes i mean if my sleep has been impacted it could cause irritability which i think we're all witnessing today that's true how many how many hours of sleep did you have last night not enough yeah I feel what, very groggy. What is it not enough to you? I don't know. I was like dozing off driving here in the car. I almost got in a few accidents. Are you serious? Yeah, but I do blame the car ahead of me. They were really slamming with the brakes. Yeah. Tell me about it. Are you noticing that I'm blaming a lot of other people today? Not at all. My voice doesn't usually sound like this. I not feel like at my all. voice is deeper today. Yeah. I'm tired. The, I like I hear you, and I wouldn't believe me either. But they were really slammy with the brakes. I believe but, you. I, I mean, I'll own my part, which was that I was falling asleep at the wheel. All yeah. right, that's but, not great. But that's not your fault. I wasn't that's... falling asleep. I was tired at the wheel. Yeah, but that's not your fault. That was the melatonin from three, I, three days ago. That's what I'm saying. Three milligrams three days ago. You don't know that it wasn't from that. A hundred percent. You're right, and I'm sorry. All right. Well, Dr. Aristotle, let's take this next call and then get you out of here. <laughs> All right. Here Wait, it is. We've got kicking be... me out that early, huh? Okay. <laughs> it's been an hour. We've got an email here. <laughs> it says, hi, Laura. I live in an apartment and recently had new neighbors move in above me. They're a young couple and like to have loud sex. It's loud enough that my seven-year-old son has been asking what they're doing. I approached them about this recently to ask them if they could keep it down, but he told me to mind my business, maybe just turn the TV up louder. What should I do? Oof. That's a tough one. Man, I really wanted to bounce this one back to you. Why? Man, I don't even want to say. I, I want to hear. Wait, are you the neighbor? I'm, I've been a neighbor. You know what I mean? <sighs> but, but I feel like you would, I but feel. I've, but I've never received a complaint. And I feel like if you and did. And been like, no, fuck you, turn the TV up. And I feel like if you did, you would take responsibility. Yeah, and you I've heard my neighbor have sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, which I feel like is an unwritten agreement that it's like yeah. we're going to do our thing and yeah. mind our business. You're not going to throw it back on them. She doesn't have a seven year old. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. You know, you wouldn't blame something like you know, 
melatonin happened three days ago. So I don't know. What do you think this person should do? Do you think the landlord should be involved? Do you think that she should turn the TV up? Do you think? I don't know. I think the landlord for sure. I mean, if the seven-year-old, yeah. I mean, if the, if they don't have enough, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but decency, I guess, to just be like, you yeah, know. Consideration. It, can, yeah, consideration. I mean, loud sex can be really loud. It can be screaming. It can be confusing. To seven-year-old, yeah. 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 It can be upsetting. We have neighbors that are loud. They live in like the next building. That's Mm -hmm. how loud they are. Yeah. Um, Just the the way the windows are positioned, like you could hear them all the time. Right. The windows are positioned open because you're a pervert? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the window's positioned (laughs) open and my head is out (laughs) my window and I'm doing this. So, yes, yeah. (laughs) So, yes. Yeah. Uh, we do have like one of those little doorbells that have like the little camera thing on it. And that's so on. Sometimes I'll <laughs> listen to see if it's happening. Like, here it goes again. They're like, why is your doorbell aimed at our house? Yeah. And my wife and you're is like, you know why. Yeah, you know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've never had to tell anybody to keep it down. But I think, you know, if I did and I had a kid and they said, mind your own fucking business. Yeah, I'd get the landlord involved. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the idea of reverse psychology did just occur to me where I'm like, what if you ask them to have sex louder? I have a feeling they would oblige. Yeah. I don't necessarily think they'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be quieter. I mean, bless this person because I would be so fucking pissed. Sure. If I had a kid. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you're like confused. You're like fucking up my child. Yeah. You know? You only get one shot with that And then kid. they were like, turn up the TV. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do that at fucking midnight, asshole, am yeah. I? Because I want my kid to be asleep, so I don't really want to involve more noise. This is about there being less noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I would get the landlord involved. Um, what? But what if that doesn't work? What would you do then? I don't know. You don't know? No. <sighs> What are some of the options? I've got two solutions potentially. Yeah. Uh, one is a sound machine can help sometimes with kids. Yeah. A little white noise. Also, maybe if it's possible to move, switch rooms, maybe if their room is right above the kid's room, maybe it, you move the kid into the parents' room, the parents go to the kid's room. I mean, it. hopefully it's not too small, but yeah, maybe. Yeah. I thought of white noise machines. They kind of only get so loud though. You know what yeah. I mean? And again, it's like, is it screaming? God, it's got to be screaming if it's if it's enough for him to go out of his way to write unsound advice and email. Maybe. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Or or maybe they, you know, maybe you fight back by, um, you know, creating loud noise of your own, like the kid or something, you know? Like, yeah, like, like I'll show you screaming. Yeah. Like Do you want to hear screaming? Loud cartoons yeah. and like... I don't feel like elevating it is going to help though. Huh? I don't feel like elevate, you know, escalating it. <laughs> Works in the cartoons all the time. I did do that to this, uh, to my neighbor in the dorms mm-hmm. once who was a huge bitch and would like have guys over and be screamingly loud until, you know, hours of the morning when I had an 8 a.m. class the next day. And one night I went over there, three in the morning, and I was like, hey, you live around other people. Like, could you please? And And she was having loud sex. No, she was just like yelling with these guys. Oh, right. Like she just had guys in her room and was being super loud. 
and um, like loud music and stuff, yeah, yeah, screaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just being really loud and drunk. And um, she slammed the door. And then I heard her be like, I just got yelled at. And then they, you know, turned up their music and were louder. So when I got up to go to my 8 a.m. class the next morning, I turned down, I turned on like the most obnoxious music. I turned it all the way up. I put my boom box <laughs> against the wall that mm -hmm. I shared with her. And I fucking went to class. And on my way back from class, she was walking past me scowling. Um, didn't look at me, but she was pissed. She was super hungover. And I don't think that she was loud after that. Because <laughs> I'm just like, well, I mean, we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. I had a similar situation when I lived in Koreatown. Uh, I lived next to these two huge bodybuilders. Like, they were gigantic bodybuilders. Yeah. And uh, and they used to play music so loud. It's like like this loud, like, kind of uh, techno, like... And then one day I was just like, I knocked on the door. I was like, hey, I live literally right next door to you. Our apartment walls are pretty thick. Do you mind keeping it down? Didn't do it. Didn't do it. I kept complaining. I kept complaining. I got the land, uh, the, the the building manager involved. And then uh, they're like, okay, fine. And they, stopped, and they stopped playing the music loud. But then I would hear them having very aggressive sex with each other. And I went back. I was like, you guys can turn the music back up if you want. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It was pretty great. I mean, just imagine these two huge, big guys, just like I am imagining it. I know, and and, and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, yeah, go for it. Turn the music. Gross, back up. and they yeah. had lots of muscles, right? Yeah, tons of muscles. Yeah, that's gross. Well, you don't like muscles? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I know, but um, I, I mean, I don't know. Bodybuilders, it gets a little intense. I just think any kind of like super. I mean, it was just, it just felt, sounded like they were beating each other up. Yeah. You know they what I mean? They probably were. Yeah. Good for them, you know. But bad for you. Bad for me. Because <laughs> my desk was right there against that wall. Uh, I don't know. Just, I guess sex noise is always distracting no matter what kind of sex it is. Yeah. Sex in apartments is just it's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. You should have sex in houses. I, yeah, I. What if I could? You know. I think I think that's that's what you should. I think that would motivate a lot of people is to, to to own a home, is to reserve your sex until you can afford a house. Well, no one's going to do that. You need sex more than ever when you're living in an apartment. True. Because your life is worse. Your life is worse. Yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to dumb those. You got to you got to numb those feelings somehow. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That's yeah. all we have time for today. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I guess. I, uh, I don't know. What do I have to plug? I don't know. Your Instagram or something? Yeah, my, I have an Instagram. Uh, it's uh, Just look up my name and you'll find it. Uh, all right. That's enough. If okay. you'd like some unsound advice, send a voice memo or email to lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. That's L-A-R-A. -A. Maybe we'll feature you in an upcoming episode. There's like a 100% chance we will. Yeah. Take what you like and leave the rest. I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. Yeah. Let's get to it today. Sometime today. Yeah. Just, you know, my name, you know. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That was really fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was great. Are you sure? Yeah, it was really great. Okay, okay.